Problem solved. I like to think mm. that I fixed it, though. Yeah, of course. Your keen uh, resetting of the router is probably <laughs> Yeah. How many people can do that? Wait a second. I know what to do. <laughs> the only thing I can do. That's like that's one of my favorite South Park episodes where the internet's out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the apocalypse. <laughs> and all Randy wants to do is just jerk off to internet porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going out west, I hear. <laughs> they got a little bit of in and out out them ways. <laughs> that's when South Park was great. Oh my god. Don't come in here, guys. <laughs> oh, it's a spooky ghost. <laughs> The amount of shit they got away with is unbelievable. Yeah. The fact that they could have a man covered in semen on, like, a cartoon show in the middle of the... shown in the middle of the day, basically, on reruns. <laughs> oh, amazing. Holy shit, alright. Well, I think I'm ready to go. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, this is episode 56, Uh, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. We like to get together and uh, discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, and various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, games, comics, and pretty much whatever else happens to come up. Joining me today is my regular co-host, Mr. Mike Whittemore. Mike, how is Chicago? It's uh, I'm alive, so I survived another day. One more day alive. One more, one more day, yeah. That's all, that's all you can hope for, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I don't really care. But you know, <laughs> that's I'm here. A, that's a spirit. That's a spirit of a man who goes to work every day. Now. <laughs> I went to work every day before, but now it's just man, this commute. Yep. How long does it take from when you like leave your house to you actually get to work? It's not bad. Like when I went to my uh, last job, it would take me from leaving my house to like punching in was like twenty five minutes, and now it takes me like fifteen minutes to get to Midway, and then about another thirty minutes to get to work from there. From downtown. Yeah, so like a solid 45. That's that's enough to like be a real pain in the ass, though. Yeah, like I start work at 8 a.m. every day. So I get up at 5.30 and then I leave my house by like 6.15. And so, yeah, it's, it's not terrible. I like to get there early. And so, yeah, battle in case the fucking L trains are having problems or anything. So... Getting a fight with any homeless people or hot nurses, mm. you know, normal stuff. Have you have you gotten into any fights with hot nurses? Not yet, but I'm every day. I'm kind of like hoping. <laughs> Today's the day. Today's the day. <laughs> yeah, but what what happens when he knocks you out? He. <laughs> it's a hot nurse, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about getting a scuffle <laughs> with a uh, with a lady. Oh, okay. Some there's some good looking uh good looking females in uh Chicago, so there you go. 
Yeah, I don't usually, on, on my way to work, it's pretty much just cars and shittiness. And then if I do end up back in my office, uh, there's the boss's wife. And um, that, that's about it. So How does she look between you and me? Uh, she's also mother to the two uh, people that help run the office. And they're in their 30s. So she looks pretty good for, uh, you know, someone knocking at the door of 60. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That cracks me up. Oh, so what do we got here? Yeah, like I said, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. You can hit us on our Gmail, AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, AllYouNeedIsBlood. And now a brand new Instagram. You can throw out your old Instagram you had. Or if, or not, because it's I'm still running my own on that one. But Mike has taken over the Instagram. And what is our new Instagram name, Mike? It is... All you need is blood podcast. And I don't know why I can never remember that. <laughs> I had it written down here, but I, I also had to make sure to ask you. Yeah, it's um, all you need is blood podcast. We have 72 followers. And uh, 13, 13 posts I've made. So excellent. Follow that That's- for uh, all things horror related. <clears throat> Excellent. I'm not good at it advertising might... at all. I... Right, well, but you're better at doing the Instagram than I was. So. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, you've got like a thousand hashtags on every picture, and I'm just like, I don't know if I See, Val taught me really with well many. with that. She she, she uh, told me, she's like, look at the hashtags that has the most uh, followers to it, and then use them. That way, more people are looking at your hashtags and increases followers. Right, so you want like hashtag Miley Cyrus, hashtag... You know, Whatever. felching, hashtag felching, hashtag. <laughs> felching. <laughs> we gotta, all right, we're going to have to go repost that episode so we just so we can put out a hashtag felching. <laughs> I'm going to I'll put it in there. <laughs> on the next one. Yeah, on the next uh, Instagram post promoting this one. I'm like the last one I'm going to sneak in, in, maybe in the middle. Horror oh. or fan felching. That'll expand our community for sure. And not in a good way. We don't want those kind of people. (laughs) So if you want to actually listen to us, or if you're listening to us now, then I guess you probably found some way to do it. But we're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and uh, probably a few other places floating around here or there. Uh, Just type in all you need is blood and hit subscribe because the more people that subscribe, I don't know. Apparently, it just means that more people listen to us and the way algorithms work, the more people get exposed to us. So smash that subscribe button. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or don't, because, like, seriously, even if people weren't listening to us, would we still just do this? <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Only, like, you, me, and Shane will listen to this. <laughs> uh, it's worth it sometimes, though. Yeah. So, speaking of expanding our brand, Mike, um, a little while ago, I went to the Scares That Care 2018 Charity Weekend Convention horror convention and i actually spent a good amount of time doing podcast panels um one of which you can hear on our on our channel uh the previous episode uh which was done with amy from um i almost said blood guts and social commentary but it's after dark analysis now amy from after dark analysis on her youtube channel uh she joined myself and my good buddy miles as we talked about guilty pleasure movies and it was pretty good discussion we had a good time um Oh, man. 
I'm sure she'll appreciate that right after <laughs> promoting her channel. <laughs> Although she did have a good line in, in that episode, Mike. I said, oh, Amy, Mike's not here, so you're going to have to take his place. And she goes, does that mean I have to fart loudly on microphone? I'm like, yes. <laughs> that was <absolutely."> Shane. <laughs> wait a second. You had definitely been like, hey, wait a second, guys. Tell oh, yeah. If you can hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, in the microphone and Shane. No, 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 okay. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So we had a good time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Going down there and doing that. And I was a guest on Amy's uh, After Dark Analysis panel, uh, in which we talked about new French extremity horror. Um, and that's also good. I don't know if she's gotten the videos for that posted yet, but check out her After Dark Analysis on YouTube and subscribe to that too and see what else is going on. And as a bonus, um, after I recorded my episode... Uh, one of the hosts, Elizabeth Catherine Gray of uh, Archivist Bet on Sexy Witches, came up and asked if I would be kind enough to take part in her Video Nasties panel because somebody had dropped out. Um, being not prepared at all. Oh, God. And ha having to record within 15 minutes of her telling me, I said, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Let me just smash yeah, a couple beers before, uh, before we go into that. That is exactly what I did. I went to the hotel bar and was like, I need two beers quick. <laughs> <laughs> Came back and sat down. Uh, it was sort of a long story, but the night before I had been partying pretty fucking late. You can't do and, that anymore. Uh, You're getting up there. Dude, well, Gotta relax. So I, I woke up in the morning and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm so hungover. And I look over at my buddy Miles, who was, who was staying with me. He's like, dude, we got to record in like an hour. And I'm like, oh, shit. So we went down, cracked open a beer while we were about to record, and we're like, this is the only way to make it through, man. Yep. We're just going to have to keep it going. So, uh, yeah, we were, in, we were in pretty rough shape. And we also ruined the day of a few other people as well that were <laughs> – because we stayed up so late. Um, some of those people were the, was the crew from uh, the Terror in Podnito podcast. Uh, three awesome people I was hanging out with until the wee hours of the morn. Um, they're really good. They cracked me up. And – in fact, I think you you would probably like their show as well, Mike. It, it has some similarities to ours in that they'll be talking about a specific topic and then just fucking random tangent comes out of nowhere. And now they're off in the realm of whatever they weren't talking about before. That's the only way to do a podcast. It really yeah. is. It's it's the natural flow of any conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything was fine until the very end. Yeah. Oh, Lord. What happened there? Uh, that was from last week or something. It was like you found another pocket available. <laughs> it's like cows with multiple stomachs. <laughs> so, yeah, like I was saying, Terra Incognito. <laughs> I think every shout out we give is just going to have to be followed up by a belt. <laughs> That's our right stamp of approval. Of <laughs> so those guys are great. Check them out, too. They're pretty fun, pretty good podcast and a really cool crew to hang out with. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got for uh, for shout outs and being especially annoying. Um, what have you been up to lately, Mike? Anything interesting going on? Any movies, games, music? Um, well, on the way to work every day, I usually... Oh, give me one second. All right, sorry, my cat was meowing. Um, oh, let's see. Usually on the way to work and from work every day, I try to get into uh, like newer bands, like newer releases that are coming out. Because mm -hmm. I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast and he had Henry Rollins on 
And Henry Rollins was talking about how, like, during the week, he listens to all, like, new stuff. And the weekend is, like, dedicated to solely, like, the stuff that he really wants to listen to and stuff he loves. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. So during the week, I usually, I've been getting into uh, the latest albums from uh, this band Trappist, who you may, <laughs> probably won't like the music, but all their songs are about alcohol and beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, their album came out called Ancient Brewing Tactics. And uh, it's like grind chords, like 17 tracks on there. Um, I've been listening to the new Black Tusk, uh, Rebel Wizard, uh, Nightmare, and this uh, band called Ancestors, which is a very beautiful album. Um, other than that, I've been also going to my go-to albums of the year so far. It's been uh, Zeal and Ardor, Stranger Fruit, and uh, Lucifer 2. Uh, or Lucifer too by the band Lucifer, who's got oh, a okay. he's got a really kick ass uh, female fronted band who's sounds a little bit like Sabbath and it's good stuff. But uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells lately, which I brought up to you before, and everybody should go out and buy Dead Cells because it's a fantastic video game. Uh, I can only really play maybe like an hour a day, except the weekends. But the game, it's uh, it's like a they call it like a Metroidvania type game where it kind of combines aspects of like Metroid and Castlevania. And uh, the game itself, like if you play it straight through, is only like an hour long. But if you but there's permadeath. So as soon as you die, you start all the way at the beginning with no weapons or anything. There are like permanent upgrades you can get along the way that help you like get further and further a little bit each time. But the game is still like super unforgiving and it's extremely frustrating. And today while I was playing, there was like six times in a row. Uh, Ooh, there was like six times in a (laughs) row where I was like, okay, this is my last run. This is it. And then like I unlocked the thing where it has a different starting weapon each time I start. So it's like, okay, well if I get this weapon, I'll do another run. And I got it like four times in a row. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, the longest I went in the game without dying is like 40 minutes because it's uh, it, it um, adds up all the time in the lower right hand corner. So, yep. yeah, it's 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 a blast. It's so good. It's fantastic. So it's perfect game. It's like you just want to, like, pick up the controller and play for like a little bit and then put down. But yeah, I can't recommend that enough. Uh, yeah, I've I've been dying for a, a game like that again. Um, it, it sounds pretty similar, but um, a little bit more complicated than uh, Rogue Legacy. I don't know if you played that one. I've heard of it, but I never played it. Yeah, that it's that's more of a cutesy thing, but the gameplay is fantastic, and, and like you said, it's permadeath. So once you die, that's it. But you do carry over some things that you collect from uh, you know previous runs of the game, mm-hmm. um, money or experience or whatever else. Um, so the next time you go through, you're a little bit better. You know, you have a little bit more health, maybe a little bit more uh, stamina or something. You can make it through a little further, and then you just keep going until you uh, chop away at the game and are able to beat the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's super frustrating. Those games of permadeath are like super frustrating, but it's. It, I can't stop playing it. Like I keep going back to it. I'm like looking at runs on YouTube and everything. One guy beats it in like 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, I have been working and going to school and uh, trying not to kill myself. So, yeah. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to Flashback Weekend in Chicago, 
Which, Sweet. What's that like? Uh, it's just a horror convention every year for, uh, in Rosemont. And I guess Billy Zane is going to be there, so I'm going to go meet him. Ooh. Val is very, very happy to go meet Billy Zane. Um, she's going to get Dead Calm signed. I'm gonna. Yes. I'm gonna try to get the Phantom signed because that's a a childhood <laughs> nostalgic movie because I saw that in the drive-in. So, yeah, I just hope he's not I'm, a dick. Yeah, I'm looking at the list on here now. Let's see, you got Brad Dourif, Fiona Dourif. I assume that's his daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tom Holland's gonna be there. That is fucking awesome. This Holy is like shit. a last-minute thing, so I really didn't even look who's gonna be there. But every year they usually get a lot of cool people. Sure, you got a, it looks like you got a great Friday the 13th uh, weekend going on. There's a whole bunch of Jasons going. Ash versus always Dead, good. I can skip those guys. <laughs> Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, let's see what we got on here. Alex Vincent. Hey, Charles Christina Band. Elise. Charles Band's going? He's fucking cool, yeah. man. He, he's great just for stories. Like, like you know, he tells the best stories. He's got And he knows everybody in Hollywood. Real <laughs> interesting guy. Melissa Rose. Of course, Van Gooley's going to be there. Of course. Nice. Michael yeah. Berryman. That's a good one. Jonathan Stark. Steve Johnson. Oh, John Russo, Mike. Go get a copy of Santa Claus signed. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's awesome. That should be fun, then. Yeah. Uh, it's only, you only going for one day? Yeah. Where's Billy Zane? I know he's going to oh. be there. Uh-oh. Is this flashback? August 3rd to the 5th? No, it's not flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, Let's this see. Uh, okay, Chicago everyone ignore what we just talked convention, about. Convention, <laughs> August 24th. Let's see. Convention, ca- Wizard World? No, I'm not going That's to Wizard World. Val bought tickets. Celebrity guests. <laughs> Wizard World is huge. Ben Savage, Ryder Strong, Ernie Hudson, Ivan Reitman. Uh, where is Billy Zane? Mick Foley's going to be there. Oh, shit. Mick Foley's awesome. Michael Rooker? Wow. <laughs> where am I going? Where did Val where am I going? Billy Zane, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Happening now, Chicago. 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th in... Yeah, so that's that's it's got to be Wizard World unless there's a smaller convention happening, right? I don't know. Val got tickets. Oh, Horror Hound Weekend in August. Oh my god, dude! What? <laughs> We're now on our third <laughs> Horror Hound Weekend. Where is this at? Indianapolis. Oh my! No wonder she wanted me to pay for gas. No fucking way. She's like, is that weird? <laughs> I guess so. You know what? Now, now that I'm remembering, she did say it was in Indianapolis. Wow. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland's going to be there. Bruce Campbell, Robert England. Oh, that's a good there one. There he is. Nice. Billy Zane with the Jeez, Phantom. I... Just a note for Horror Hound Weekend, your website is garbage. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, the cast of uh, It, the, the kids. Oh, that's cool. Is uh, What's his face? Finn going to be there? Which one's Finn? that? Finn Wolfhard, isn't that the kid's name? Listen, let's keep his PG here, right? <laughs> no, he's not going to... I don't see him. Uh, oh, Lance Henriksen. He's cool. Oh, like one wow. of the guys from um, uh, Beer Fest, uh, Eric uh, Stolansky. Oh, two of the guys. All right, I accidentally closed that window, so I'm giving up on it now. That's fine. Hey, DDP's going to be there. Dime Dale's page. 
Nice. So no Mick Foley, but DDP. David Ellefson's going to be there? The basis for Megadeth? Okay. Okay. That's interesting. He left the band, though, right? He's not in Megadeth anymore. Uh, I don't think so. Don't... Didn't he go out and start his own band? I, I thought he did. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody leaves Megadeth so much. I, can't, I don't even know who's in it anymore, <laughs> aside from Dave Mustaine. <laughs> But yeah, I guess I'm going there tomorrow. That's the that's the short story of it. Nice. Or or you're going. That's a whole <laughs> going day. To Wizard World. <laughs> that's a whole day. It's like a three hour drive. Wow. Fuck it. She's driving. Yeah. Well, it's not like you were going to be busy on Monday anyway. It's not like you have to work every day for the rest of your life now. Yeah, it's not like I have to be at work. That's not like I have to be up at five thirty on Monday. So that's fine. Sweet. Cool. So, let's see, what else, what was I doing? Uh, I just went to the Jets-Giants preseason game last night, and that was fucking awesome. Uh, Elisa being a huge Jets fan, myself being a huge Giants fan, it's always a good time, even though nobody really gives a shit about preseason. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to go anyway, because I love going to football games and getting drunk while I watch them. So, that's good. Um, let's see what else. Recently, I read The Death and Return of Superman. A I have comic that event. Well, well you, so is it? Do you have like the whole collection, or do you have like the one book where he dies? I have a book that says the death of Superman. Okay, right. So that that's that's the one section where he dies, right? Uh, then there's another there's another book equally as big that is when the uh, the reign of the Superman when he comes back. <laughs> and there's additional ones. Where um, it talks about like where Doomsday came from and some other stuff. So I sort of read this whole big fucking package. Like it was all on um, Comixology, so it was all dig- digital. But it's like this huge, long, long story. And what what is absolutely hysterical is like how some parts of like the whole thing together are so great, and other parts are so terribly nineties <laughs> that you're like, I'm embarrassed to actually be reading this. Like someone's <laughs> gonna see me. But some of you are like, wow, this is really good storytelling. And other ones are like, oh, no. Does he really need a mullet? Do we really have to do that? Now he's carrying guns. <laughs> like, why does Superman have guns? <laughs> but, yeah, it was interesting. And then after that, I watched the um, uh, DC recently put out an animated version of the death of Superman. And um, despite they'd already done this before, they called it Superman Doomsday, I want to say, like 10 years ago. Uh, this new version is a hundred times better. It's what the comic should have been. It makes something like Batman v Superman look like the giant steaming pile of shit that it is. Uh, so I highly recommend the new animated The Death of Superman. Uh, and they're following it up with the Reign of the Superman uh, after this one. That's not out yet, though. That so. sounds cool. It, it is really cool. It's done really well, and they use the existing DC animated universe they've been sort of building for a while now, which is essentially based on the New 52 run in the comics, uh, but this story was never told in the New 52, so this is sort of... They, mel- they, they mesh both the original Death of Superman story with more modern takes on the characters and the more modern Justice League... Uh, and they do an excellent job with it while maintaining storylines that they've already done in the other animated movies and comics. Like uh, in this one, for instance, uh, Superman had was dating Wonder Woman for a while uh, before he started dating Lois Lane. And they, they use that in the story. And then they have like Wonder Woman interacting with him being like, are you sure you want to go after this human girl? Like, remember what we had? So it's good. Uh, definitely recommend checking that out if you're into uh, cartoons. And you're a 30-year-old man like I am. 
But uh, yeah, so that's about it. Um, so we got a couple topics today we wanted to cover, Mike. Um, first, I wanted to go into, you recently finished your one year, 365 days of horror that you were attempting. Um, I know you mentioned it before on the podcast, but why don't you give us a little reminder of, um, you know, sort of what you were doing with this 365 days of horror. Okay, well, um, I guess last August, <laughs> for some reason I had to think about when I started it, when it was a year ago. Um, <laughs> last August, I was like, you know, I, I'm not watching as many movies as I should be. You know, I, many horror movies. I kind of, sometimes I get like really sick of horror movies because, you know, a lot of the new ones are just garbage. Um, and I felt like I wasn't watching enough of the 80s ones and 70s one, and I want to really expand my... Um, like my, my catalog, I guess. So I decided to watch a movie every day for a year, uh, in hopes of like, it's kind of, uh, in my head, but it was just like, I wonder where I'll be in a year. You know, it's kind of cool knowing that in a year from now, I'll still be watching movies and where I'll be in my life and, and my like mental health and my physical health and, but still retaining this one movie a day. And, um, so I started and I was, I was really solid with it. I was really solid throughout the whole thing. I, I, there was very few days where I skipped. Um, but like, let's see, I started last August, but then when December started rolling around, I kind of did this thing. I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to watch a Christmas movie every day in December. And I got to tell you, there are a lot more bad ones than good ones. (laughs) So I was getting burnt out super quick. Because, you know, I exhausted all my Netflix resources and I also have Hulu. So I exhausted all my Hulu resources. And then it it came down to Amazon. And those movies are like, you know, no offense to the filmmakers. And I know it takes an immense amount of talent to create a movie and the budget and everything. And I, I understand all that. But so many of these movies are just utter fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get why you put that much time and effort into something that is just pure garbage. But, you know, there's a lot of them that were like 20 or 30 minutes long. And I was starting to get home later and later every day because while I was working at UPS, I would, you know, do doubles at work and I'd be working like 50 hours a week and super tired and coming home. And it's like, well, fuck, I still have to watch a movie. And I would put something on for like 20 minutes, like a horror short. And I'd, you know, put that in there. And after December, I was just like so burned down. I was like, holy fuck, I still got eight more months of this. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, January came and I started trying to, you know, keep keep at it started watching movies a little bit earlier in the in the day and you know i wrote all my all the movies that i watched down on my imdb page i have a list of all uh 377 titles i really only skip days when i would go on vacation or if i got home super super late but yeah um i hit 365 i would say june july probably around may or june of this year and then I just stopped because I was like, well, you know, I <laughs> I hit 365, but then I I counted any movie I watched after that as kind of like a bonus movie. So I watched 377 films in 365 days. So you're I, just counting. You're just counting horror. Like you're not counting, you know, if you if you went over somebody's house and James Bond was on. 
Oh, yeah, it was only horror. It's only horror movies. So I watched 377 horror movies in 365 days. There's some, like, thrillers in there, you know, something like Borderline, but there's not too many. Mainly it's, you know, just classic horror. And I rated all of them because that's my life. That's how (laughs) meticulous I can be. You know, I I rated it at scale 1 to 10, and I put it on IMDb, and it's nice to see my rating for 377 movies and where I stand on everything. So, but yeah, um... Like as like an overall type thing, like in conclusion, I I, I probably I really want to do this again someday, but not have, you know, a job and school and I can get home earlier every day and just like throw on a movie and then like go to bed. You know, I don't have to worry about school and all kinds of other stupid stuff. So but yeah, this is a challenge and I, I wouldn't recommend it now <laughs> because I'm so burnt out. But uh, <laughs> I do want to do it again eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just, uh, since you mentioned this, uh, I went back and opened. I did this. I want to say three years ago, uh, 2015, and I went back to see what I did back then. Um, and you got me beat, Mike. I only managed 373. Oh wow! Yeah, so you you taught me on that one. Um, but I I, I know what you're what you're saying you're going through when you're when you're watching some of these and you're just like, oh no, I. I got I'm, I'm behind this month already. I yep. got to squeeze in at least two movies and you're like, "Well, Saturday I'm going to a wedding and I'm not going to be able to watch one then." And then Sunday, I got to drive back. I'm going to feel like shit and it's just like it's tough, you know, when life gets in the way of when you're trying to do something as stupid as this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, not that it's a waste of time, but yeah, it can be tough. How'd you end up watching most of them? Was it like on a tablet or on your TV or, you know, on your phone? Uh, I'd never watch anything on my phone. I'd probably put a bullet in my head. But um, there was uh, it was pretty much all on my TV. You know, anything I didn't find on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I uh, signed up for Mubi.com. Uh, there's not mm-hmm. too many horror movies on there, but uh, Val's got Shutter. Yeah. So you know, and then I you know I torrented a lot too for any of the movies that I didn't find on there because. I swear to God, like if I had to watch one more fucking low budget Amazon movie, I would, I would probably just stop after a while. Like it was so bad. And, but I did get lucky cause I went on vacation at Tampa Bay last year and, uh, I kind of already planned that I wouldn't watch a movie for like four days. But on the, the fourth day, me returning home on the plane, I was looking at the movies on the plane and it was alien. I'm like, fuck yeah. So I watched alien on the way <laughs> nice. home. So yeah, but yeah, it was all that, you know, I, I tried so much to to get in a movie every day, but I also tried getting in a good movie every day, which was now because I'm, I'm a movie guy at first and like horror, like a close second. So I, I really appreciate like good, well-made movies. And that's why those Amazon movies were really hard for me to watch. Yeah. Now, did you have like any specific like order? Like what what I ended up doing when I was watching these and I tend to do it in just my regular horror movie watching life is I'll get like sort of stuck in a subgenre or something like uh, for a week I'll just watch zombie movies or I'll watch vampire movies or anything like that did, did you do something like that yeah actually good thing you brought it up uh, I'm on the UHM pages I also wrote them down there so and 300 300- oh my god I almost fucking spit beer all <laughs> over my microphone <laughs> so um on April 16th <clears throat> I guess I decided to do a uh, like a genre every week sort of thing. Yeah. So on April 16th, I did French week. And uh, so seven of those days, I did the Living Dead Girl, Trouble Every Day, 
Diabolique, Eyes Without a Face, A Blade yeah. in the Dark, Masks, and The Blood Splattered Bride. Spattered Bride. Yeah. And then the following week, I did Japan Week, and I, I love Japanese horror movies. Because uh, I feel like those are the last, like, scary movies out there. Because they really know how to fuck you. Um, so I, I think I did two weeks of that. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I had 13 days. So I did uh, Quaidon from 1964, Ringu, Tetsu the Iron Man, which is odd. Uh, Onibaba, Dark Water, Within the Woods, One Miss Call. I watched a movie called The Big Tits Dragon. <laughs> that sounds like an amazing movie. <laughs> House Pulse, which is like... Pulse is just fantastic. I always heard about it because I heard about the American remake. Um, I watched Insidious Last Key, which is not Japanese, but I watched it. Uh, Premonition and Spiral. And then the week after that, I did my favorite movies. So I watched Evil Dead 1, 2. I watched Intruder, Dead Alive, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, The Witch, 28 Weeks Later, Zombie and Predator. After that, I did Video Game Horror Week because we did the podcast on that. Um, which was only five days because I didn't want to watch any of those shitty <laughs> video game horror movies. <laughs> there's like there's like two or three that are acceptable. Yeah, I watched House <laughs> of the Dead one and two, Alone in the Dark, <laughs> and Resident uh, Evil uh, one and two. And then after that, I I didn't do any uh, like a topic. And then when I after I hit 365, I just did um, random ones. I did uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Nosferatu, because then I started doing, and I'm still doing it when I can, uh, Edgar Wright has a thing on movie.com where he lists his 1,000 favorite movies. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch all those. You know, the earlier ones, he does them by year, so Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Nosferatu, I uh, saw Hereditary in theaters, Zombie Lake, uh, Ghost in the Darkness for the podcast, Black Sheep for the podcast, watch Uninvited, and then Val and I were watching some Friday the 13th movies, and then the last movie... I watched was I Am Legend, Mm -hmm. which I don't think that's right because maybe I didn't. No, the last movie I watched was A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cool. Now, was there there a favorite new movie you came across? Like something you hadn't seen before and watching it for the first time, you were like, holy shit. Like a movie like new new or a movie new to me? Let's do it one of each, either new, 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 and new to you. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see, I'm <laughs> going by my if there, rating. If, if there wasn't, then, you know. <laughs> well, like, um, I watched the 1964 uh, Japanese movie Quite On, and it's like a, um, it's an anthology movie, and it's a, it's on IMDb, the thing is a collection of four Japanese folk tales with supernatural themes. So every there's only four movies and each one takes place after a certain season of the year. So there's, you know, obviously spring, winter, summer, fall. Um, and each one is a different like horror aspect. And that it was phenomenal. I, I gave that a 10. Hmm. Um, let's see. Anything else I watched? Uh, the gate I watched on the the podcast, but I I saw it before, but not you know recently. Um, that yeah. that I gave a nine out of ten. Dude, bro, party massacre three was hysterical, and it's like one of my favorite horror comedies now. Um, I'll do one more. Hereditary was just amazing. I saw that in theater, but I'm a huge fan of a twenty four. Uh, Oni Baba was really good. Uh, Eyes without a face was fantastic for my French horror week. Uh, Clown I liked a lot from 2014. 
Um, I think the one. Did you recommend this? It was Norai the Curse. I no, know you told you told me. About I told that. you. I think Fright told me about it because I, I yeah. listed some of the, the Japanese movies I was doing. And that movie was it was a probably one of the best found footage movies I've seen. Um, I brought this up a few times before. The Similars from 2015. Yeah. That was amazing. I watched Mother, which is really good. Happy Death Day. The Wailing. Um, Wailings on Netflix. I recommend. Uh, Blood Rage is what you <laughs> recommended to me, and that movie was. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Blood rage. <laughs> oh, so I bought it. I bought it on. I bought the arrow on Amazon. I was like, I need to own that. <laughs> and um, let's see. I'll do a couple more. Uh, Matt- well, I, I got a, I got a couple I'd like to ask you about because yeah. I did peruse. I did peruse your list, and I just sort of wanted to get. So, you know, I, you had them ranked, but I wanted to sort of get your opinions on them. Um, so you watched uh, the Boogans. What'd you think of that one? You know, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was a fun flick. I like the effects in it, but honestly, it was, I forgot when I watched it, but I can't remember much of it. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. I, from what I remember, I enjoyed it, but it, you know, it wasn't like a groundbreaking horror film by any means. No, no, no. I just thought it was amusing that you came across that one. I'm like, he watched the Boogans? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think it was on Amazon and I was like, ah, fuck it. Because Amazon, they'll like, hey, it'll recommend you some like obscure thing. And if it's like obscure from like the 2000s, I won't watch them. But if it's like obscure from the 80s, I'm like, hell yeah, sign me up. Uh, yeah, it's worth checking out. Um, now, you also had on here, and I know you. Pr- it's probably because I mentioned it. I can't imagine anyone else trying to watch this, is Iced, um, the, the killer skier movie. Did you watch that for the podcast? I don't remember. Oh, uh, how did I end up watching that? <laughs> I watched it, I think, because it was on Amazon, and then you, it's on Amazon. Yeah, then oh my god, it was at the time. That's how I watched it. But you then you brought up like winter movies, so I was like, "Fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna talk about Ice." Or you talked about Ice, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> I watched that already." And like the only thing I really remember from that was like the guy killing himself on the snow mound, and it was <laughs> yes. so funny. <laughs> Like, because he saw his, like, really bitch of a girlfriend, like, cheating on him through the window. And he's like, oh, and he launches himself off a hill and he's skiing and he kills himself in, like, an ice snow mound. Oh, that was hysterical. That movie, that's a guilty pleasure for me. Every winter when it comes around, if it's a really cold day, I'm like, oh, I could go for a round of ice right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Another one on here uh, that I saw. Now, you watched all the Amityvilles, or at least tried to watch all the Amityvilles. Yeah. <clears throat> being like a thousand of them. Um, the, the latest one, Amityville The Awakening. I don't remember if I asked you about that one, but I do remember that has the award for the worst poster I've ever seen for any movie. Hold on. Because uh, I, let's see, Amityville The Awakening. Oh, yeah, that one. Well, Thor- so what was, it, what was that like? Was it decent? Was it worth watching? Let's see. What did I give it? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> I, I gave down. it a four. So probably. Oh, yeah. And that guy from fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, what's that kid's name? Or what's that show what name? <laughs> the kid from that show. Fucking Shameless. You know. The the kid from Shameless oh, okay. is in it, and I can't stand him. Uh, Bella Thorne's in it, though, and uh, she is a looker. Oh, so boy, that, uh, was, that was close. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked, uh, I, I liked the I liked the cast of it. It was, it was fun. But other than that, the movie sucked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, another one I had on here. 
Uh, you saw Redeemer, Son of Satan, a.k.a. Class Reunion Massacre. Um, that movie is so fucking confusing. Did, like, do you remember watching this one at all, or did you just sort of blow it off in your mind? Because it's, like, something... It, it's a really confusing movie. Oh, super confusing. And it was, uh, like... <sighs> Like, I, I don't really know how to explain it. It was just because it, it's what from, let's see, 78. So it's like a, you know, 40 or 50 year old movie. And it was on top of that, super confusing. And those 70s movies like take themselves super seriously. So like when I saw that, I don't, I don't know if this one takes itself seriously. I don't know, but it, it felt like that to me. And I, yeah, I don't it, remember it much, but that movie, it's like. It's like a traditional slasher, but there's a supernatural element that they don't ever explain, and it it's just there. And you're like, well, why? Because. But it, but it never gets brought up, and never gets mentioned, and it, it, it's only important for both the beginning and ending of the movie, and the entire middle is just about a, a serial killer taking apart his roommates when they come together for a class reunion. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's a fucking crazy movie. Just I, I love that some of the weird ones that you come across... Uh, when you're looking for movies. Yeah, that's another Prime Video, out. uh, you know, joint. So I, uh, I, I was like, fuck it. It looks like a horror movie, so I'm gonna watch it. And <laughs> I was very dis. I think I gave it a, yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. So it wasn't like the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen, but it wasn't yeah. memorable. What I, I've watched this twice. The first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck was that? Uh, I, I gave it like a two or a three, something like that. Like I just, I don't know what it was. And the second time I watched it, I was like. Okay, I see what they're doing here. Not everything's meant to be taken yeah. seriously. They're having a little bit of fun, and also this is ridiculous. And I could get in on the, you know, on the fun of it the second time around when I'm not like actually trying to figure out what's happening. Um, but yeah, you also watched a bunch of Universal monster movies. Were there any you hadn't seen before, or had you not watched all of them before? Um, I haven't watched all of the Frankenstein movies before. Um, so I watched like you know Son of Frankenstein and. There was one, I think. What what's his name? Um, the Island. Yeah, the, uh, with the Island of Frankenstein. I think it was. I watched Island of Frankenstein. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Let's see, Island of Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein Island. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I gave that a two out of ten. That came out in 1981, and that was horrible. Um, but yeah, I I have a. I mean, who doesn't have a soft spot for those old school? Oh yeah, you know, great. Uh, monster movies—they're so good, and I love them because even while watching like Dracula, like you see—if you remember the part where he's like, "Look," or the one guy was like, "Oh my god, he took off as a wolf, and now he like transformed into a bat," and you don't see it. He's just telling yeah, he you, just says it. yeah, he's just telling you what he's seeing, and that puts it into your mind. Like, and that reminded me of the book so much, where it's like I'm reading all this and I'm putting it into my mind. The the own images and that's why i loved about those older school movies they didn't have technology to do that sort of thing so they're like hey this is what i'm seeing and it was just fantastic those old those old monster movies they tried bringing those back with that stupid uh uh what is a dark universe yeah and you I, can't I, do I, it i think i want to do an episode once of every failed attempt to reboot the universal monsters yeah it's <laughs> and eventually there's, i wanted to watch there's dozens of them yo they're they're stupid they're 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 so bad because you don't have that same passion as they did yeah. back in the day you know it's frankenstein is like one of my favorite horror movies of all time and there's it's it's hard for movies now even the really good ones to capture that same um same feeling you get while watching frankenstein 
Right. Now, I, I really wanted to watch all the Hammer movies again because I have seen them all, but I wanted to watch them again for this. But there was just like too many and spans like three decades. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> so much, so much stuff. Cool. So that's good. Uh, any other final thoughts on it? Um, it was as this ru- has it ruined watching horror for you or are you looking forward to doing some uh, additional you know, oh, I don't think getting a few weeks at a time where you <laughs> just bust a few out. I don't think it, it would ruin horror for me. Horror is still like my favorite, you know, subgenre. But I got to tell you, there's not too many redeeming new horror movies coming out. Like, you know, a lot of people shit on Hollywood and stuff. But, you know, you got movies like, you know, in my opinion, The Witch. Slenderman. No, like <laughs> The Witch and Hereditary. Like A24 is doing so well with horror now. So yeah. well, and they're pushing out movies that are that make you think, and they didn't. They don't just you know tell you what's happening. You kind of got to think about it, and it's they're doing so, and then they're just getting shit on. So those movies are getting shit on. So more low budget people are, you know, flocking to Amazon Prime and everything. Like I'm just gonna put out this hour long piece of shit. Like I watched a movie on Amazon called Massage Parlor of Death, and doesn't sound that bad. No, no, not at all. But like. The whole movie is like some massage woman and she's like giving like clients a massage and she ends up killing them. And it's like the same thing over and over again. Like it wasn't even entertaining. And they they, they make movies like that and, you know, people are watching them and stuff. And it's I don't know. It's I think everything's a little backwards nowadays when it comes to horror. Like the actual scary movies are getting shit on because people are watching them. They're like, oh, well, I didn't I didn't get scared. And then people are going to flock to Amazon Prime and watch all those. It's like, I don't know. And the Slender Man will be a best-selling movie, which it probably is. I have not checked the box. <laughs> I've only seen the uh, Red Letter Media review of it, and uh, they weren't. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I can't imagine they were very positive on no. it. No, <laughs> and it's just, uh, I don't know. You know, everything's everything's backwards. So uh, it, to sum everything up, I, I did love doing this. <laughs> and I watched... <laughs> I watched a lot of great movies on there that I haven't seen before. More great than bad besides during yeah. Christmas. Um, and I, I really want to do it again when I get some more time. It, it felt great doing it at first. And it only felt overwhelming when I had a lot of other shit going on in my life. But, but yeah, I do it again. And I probably wouldn't go past like 2000 now to, for movie watching. <laughs> Yeah, you, you doing this made me want to do it again. And then, I, and then like, I, there are times when, like, I'm like, oh, I couldn't imagine watching a movie right now. Like, after I got home, walked the dogs, made dinner, you know, got everything taken care of, cleaned up a little bit. And then it's, like, 9.30, and Elisa gets home, and I'm like, oh, I'm not fine. She doesn't want to watch one of these shitty, fucking, terrible movies with me. So, you know, we'll go watch something the two of us will like. And then I'm like, oh that would just end up being a missed day, you know, which would gnaw at you. And you're like, Oh no, I got to double up the next day See, and try and make up. For exactly. It. And uh, just you bringing that up, remind me of something else while watching these. It's like, I, if I had to dedicate one movie a day and it's like, I had nothing to watch. And I saw all these other good movies on like Netflix and movie and fucking Hulu, but they, yeah, right. but they weren't horror movies. It's like, you see a documentary. You're like, Oh, I wanted to watch exactly that. No. like planet earth two came out. And I was like, fuck, I really want to watch that, but I can't because I f- fucking have to watch Frankenstein Island from 1981. <laughs> 
you know, it's like I have because it's like the only thing on Amazon Prime that I haven't seen yet. It's like fuck. So I that that was a real bummer for me because I love watching movies, but these were unbearable sometimes. Yeah, that's what happens. But well, that's cool. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll probably take part again. Uh, maybe we'll bring it up this October. Maybe we'll do our uh, October movie marathon. Oh, definitely we'll part of definitely. at the at uh upcominghorrormovies.com on the message board. We always do. Well, a lot of people like to participate in trying to watch as much horror as you can during that one month and talk about them. So this it sort of comes in line with that that type of thing. You're not just trying to get one movie a day, but you're trying to just engross yourself in horror. At least that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be fun. Now, speaking of uh, like artsy, positive looking horror let's talk about the suspiria trailer that just came out this week mike oh that looked fantastic i am even more excited now and i i I am a complete 180 in my opinion of this like before i saw that first teaser trailer uh, i was fully on fuck this movie i don't give a shit i'm not watching a suspiria remake you can fucking choke on my dick it's not gonna happen yep um, then I saw that teaser trailer and I'm like, whoa, hang on now. This looks pretty fucking good. And now the actual trailer for the movie, I am 100% on board. And does this not look like it should be an A24 movie? Yeah. I, I mean, it looks exactly like their style and I, I'm just like you, you know, as soon as I saw that they're remaking it, I think one of the topics on UHM is the Suspiria remake, AKA stupid bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I love that the name too, even though everybody's turned around on it. <laughs> and uh, I was so against it, just like you. And then I saw that trailer. I was like, holy shit, this actually looks scary. Um, I'm very excited. The art direction on it looks excellent. The fucking the cast looks phenomenal. Um, I- I'm hoping uh, Chloe Grace Moretz uh, gets a little more screen time than just what we see in the trailer. I hope she's, uh, you know, a deeper character into it. Um, cause she looks fucking just like super interesting and tormented. I hope they get into what actually happens to her. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of the original and I, I, I really want this to be good. I like how they use the same, uh, soundtrack too, or at the same song. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, but I think it's, it's probably not the exact same one. They probably like mess with it a little bit, but it's, it sounds fantastic. And I, I'm super excited for this. I, I, but I feel like it's going to be. It's going to suffer the same like A24 fate where people are just going to love it or just like super hate it. I uh, you know, I mean, I always say fuck it. Like, I, I don't know if people don't like those types of movies. Uh, I, and if, you know, they talk shit about them. I mean, it sucks because I enjoy them. Uh, but the only negative could be that they stop making them, um, which I hope they, that doesn't happen. I love this style of horror. I love this like all tension building it's all in like the the cinematography and the the performances and everything that's going on and despite not having some monster jump out in a jump scare every two seconds like it really makes you anxious watching these and i think that's that's something that we haven't had in horror in a long time you know not since like rosemary's baby type thing i agree um something from like back then so i'm looking forward to this i want it to be great um and i hope it does should be pretty sweet so, let's get to our uh, movie topic for the uh, for the day. Um, 
we recently got sent uh, screener copies of Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. And the only reason I requested this copy from, you know, because we get these emails from these distribution companies like, hey, watch this thing and review it or whatever. Uh, the only reason I was like, yeah, let's do this is because I said, hey, do you want to watch this movie and just completely tear it apart? And you were like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and after watching it, I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I liked it. I fucking liked it. I can't believe that I, I still am beside myself that I actually liked this movie. Um, so yeah, this is the, and if I counted right, it gets tough because some of the, uh, um, what do you call them? The, the other puppet movies, uh, demonic toys and some of the other ones cross over with the puppet masters, but this is something like the 13th puppet master movie. I think if you're including demonic toys, I think they only did like what, two or three of them with puppet master. They did, well, with the I, I'm not sure. There's definitely at least one because I have Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, but I never watched it. Um, I think if you're including those, I think this is going to be like the fifteenth. Oh my god! <laughs> but if you're not including it, I I think they did two Nazi movies before this, and I think, I think there was a I think there was a trilogy of Nazi movies. I think this, this is the third one. I think this is the fourth. I think this one is the remake. <laughs> I don't know. Let's check the uh, lore. Let's check the check lore. The, yeah, puppetmasterlore.org. See, Puppet Master Axis Termination came out in 2017. What's X1? That's 11. <laughs> okay, so maybe this is 12. This is the 12th Puppet Master? Yeah, Puppet Master X Axis Rising was in 2012. So, yeah, this must have been the 12th. Right. Yeah, yeah. And before Axis Rising was Axis of Evil. <laughs> if I'm right. Um, so, I don't know. My history on the Puppet Masters was... And, and actually, somebody said something almost identical. Uh, you know, I should probably look up his name uh, because I forgot who said this and where they said it. Uh, I think it was on our message. Well, yeah, it was on the, US, it was on the um, All You Need Is Blood page. Uh, it was uh, Jarris Godwin. He said, I heard this was pretty decent. Stoked to see it. I loved the first three when I was a kid. And I'm pretty much the exact same. Like, I remember going to the video store, and Puppet Master was one of those series you'd see. be like, oh, cool, there's three of them. It's got to be good. Why Why wouldn't it be good? They made three of them. And the first one was like, oh, that was pretty cool, interesting. That was like the first full moon movie I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then two, I was like, well, this one wasn't as good, but whatever. They tried doing something different, and it kind of sucked. And then three, I really liked because it was over the top, and they were killing a couple Nazis, and it was like really weird. Um so yeah, those were great, and then I watched 4 and 5, because 4 and 5 were filmed at the same time, and they were direct sequels to each other, like, meant to tell the same story, and 4 and 5 were some of the worst fucking movies I've seen, and I'm like, <laughs> that, that's it, I'm done with these movies, no more. Um, so yeah, and I stopped watching them, and apparently I missed the next fucking 12 or whatever. <laughs> I think it was, like, two, three years ago maybe a little longer no it had to have been because oh, i don't know yeah fuck it who cares but um i watched all of them <laughs> okay and i watched all oh, so you've seen all of them yeah but you ask me about any of them i'm not gonna remember because yeah. they yeah. all are you know what and i'm gonna get shit for this but i don't even like the first one I, I i really don't i don't like any of the puppet masters to be honest w watching them again 
Um, because I've seen the first one a bunch of times, and now and then I want to say maybe five or six years ago I watched the first one again. I watched the first three actually, um, and the second does not hold up. The first one is interesting, and I like the ideas behind it, but the execution is not very well done. Um, and I think the third one is still really stupid and fun, along the same lines as this one. Um, but I think Puppet Master Littlest Reich is maybe the best one? Um, okay, I did not like this movie. Really? I'm amazed. I had such a fucking blast with this movie. I thought, okay. See, like you got to put yourself into a different mindset when you're talking about horror movies cuz like even the really shitty movies, it's just like pizza. You know, even the shitty pizza is still pretty good pizza. So it's like this one I was watching and I'm like, okay, uh what what's his name in it? Uh, I'm not prepared. Like the guy from fucking uh, Reno Dangle. Yeah, I couldn't. That was a big determinant to this movie. The yeah. main character is is one of the cops from Reno Nine One One, and I'm like, um, when it first came up and I saw him, I'm like, oh, I know this guy. How do I know this guy? Then he opens his mouth. I'm like, oh my god, there's no way I could take this serious from now on. And it's you know, I I like him a lot. I think he's hysterical. He does a lot of good writing, but this movie he's terrible. Like he does not give a shit. And it's so clear that he doesn't give a shit. And I, I try to look at even like these goofy horror movies. I still like want some sort of structure to it. And they rush the fuck out of the beginning for me. Like in the beginning, he's wearing a wedding ring. And, you know, the dad was like, oh, isn't you shouldn't be wearing that. He's like, oh, I didn't know I even had it on. So that shows that he's still like clinging on to his to his old marriage. And then all of a sudden, like the scene later. He meets that girl that he knew from like when he was a kid. And then seriously, the scene later from that, they're like having sex. And I'm like, so what the hell's going on? But, you know, you watch a puppet master movie. You don't give a shit about that, I guess. <laughs> but that's what say, bugged the me. majority of puppet master movies are one, not about the plot and two, not about the characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just it didn't seem like he gave a shit, but the cast is great. Yeah. You know, we got Barbara Crampton, Udo Kier. You know, it's just like. It's it's some good stuff. All right, Bar- Barbara Crampton here. Let's be honest. All right, she is still amazingly hot, right? Oh, she's a babe. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. She's so hot, and I don't know. I don't even want to look up how old she is because I don't want to find out <laughs> what what type of granny porn I should be watching now. Um, she's not. She she's is... not that. I mean, she's. I think. Let's see. She's born December twenty seventh. She's going to be sixty. 58. She's going to be 60. 58, okay. well, let's see. 58, 68, 78, 88, 98, 2008, 2018. Yeah. She's going to be 60. Wow. She looks gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous in this. Um, and she does a pretty good job. I mean, uh, playing a cop. Um, and, and like I said, this is sort of like a remake because they do fiddle with the story a good amount mm-hmm. um, compared to other. Now, I, I, I have not watched those first three Nazi Puppet Master movies. <sighs> Um, let me ask you this. What is the character of, um, what's his face? Udo Kier, uh, that he plays, uh, Toulon. Is, is that, is that the same character that was in those three Nazi movies? If I remember correctly, and which I don't, um, I think those, uh, those three Nazi movies were prequels 
to the original Puppet Master. This that's the way that's the way I understood it. This as well. movie takes place in a parallel universe where uh, Toulon is was actually evil. Yes. Okay, that was my question because I hadn't watched those Nazi ones. I didn't know if they they made him a bad guy in those because pretty much other than you know arguably Puppet Master Two. Uh, Toulon was always portrayed as like, oh, he's a good guy trying to escape the Nazis, and he uses puppets to kill Nazis. Yeah. And this one, uh-uh. He's a fucking Nazi, and the puppets are fucking Nazis. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that we're gonna get into spoilers, but I mean, how much are we, are we really gonna spoil a Puppet Master movie other than, you know, talking about it? It gets a little, little difficult to discuss. Um, I loved that direction that they took the character. I'm like, oh... Oh no, he's a raging Nazi. He's not even like <laughs> they're not trying to make him a good guy at all. They're just like no, full Nazi. Um and I thought that was a fucking a good move because I don't, I don't know, why bring in the Nazi thing if you weren't really going to use it to its fullest extent? Oh yeah, definitely. And they are. And it's feel... the fourth movie. <laughs> the fucking Yeah, right. So, I you know, but I think that in this one I think all the puppet masters are pretty story driven. Like they are trying to cling on to whatever kind of story they're given. And in this one, I think they kind of, they all gets thrown out the window for just excessive amounts of practical effects. <laughs> yes. This movie is absolutely effects driven. I'm convinced the only reason the movie was made was to show off um, these effects that they had come up with. And I think the guy that did this is one of those guys from that uh, face-off TV show mm -hmm. where they do where they do all the effects. Um, so I, I have a feeling the person that did the special effects on this, and I didn't. I should have looked his name up, but I didn't, um, like basically made the effects and was like, all right, we're going to figure out a way to put this in the fucking movie, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then they just built scenes around that. So... Um, Let's go in, I mean, I don't know, I don't really want to get into the plot too much, because honestly, the plot doesn't, I don't really care about the plot. There is no plot. Yeah, the, the, the main character finds a puppet in his dead brother's room, and decides he's going to sell it to, I guess, help keep his comic book store in business, or he, <laughs> no, he writes comics, but he also works in a comic store, and him and his buddy, and his girlfriend, uh go off somewhere to this hotel to sell uh, a Toulon puppet, which apparently there's a bunch of, like, a ton of people have these puppets, and they're not all different. There's, like, two or three Blade characters, right? Yeah. Like, like some of the puppets are duplicates. Um, and they all go to this one location to sell their puppets or something, because this is their, their, there's an anniversary of the murders that they show in the beginning of the movie. Um... And while at the hotel, all the puppets come to life and start killing people. And that's really about it. Um, but they end up killing people because they're Nazis and they're killing like gypsies and Jews, homosexuals. <laughs> like it gets ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And I mean, I, I think from here on now, I got to go into spoilers, Mike. I got to just talk about some of these kills because they're fucking so over the top. Um, so yeah, I don't know, skip past this point if you want, but man, the, the fucking kills in this movie, I was sort of just sitting in my bedroom watching this, like it was just on the TV and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll keep notes as I'm going and maybe I'm browsing Reddit or something while it's happening. As soon as the kills started, I'm like, holy that's, shit. That's the only thing that kept me that watching. Part. It really yeah. is the only thing. 
like the the <laughs> the kill of the guy going to the bathroom. Oh my god! And he he's he's taking a piss, <laughs> and one of the puppets comes and decapitates him, and his head falls into the toilet, and he's still peeing on his own face. Right. It's it hilarious, <laughs> and you just see the puppet fly away. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was also the one scene that had bad CGI, yeah. the flying puppet. Like that 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 was no good, but the kill was amazing. Like, how did you come up with that? Like his head plops in the toilet and piss is still hitting him <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and can we talk about the fucking pregnant abortion kill? That was hilarious. That might be the most fucked up thing I have seen in a horror movie in a <laughs> long, long time. Oh my god, that puppet fucking comes up from underneath the bed, busts through the pregnant woman's belly, and he's like, little scary puppet, you know, swinging his arms around and stuff, and the woman's screaming, and then he just pulls the fetus out of her stomach and drags it away, along with the placenta dragging behind. (laughs) I'm like, what was that? (laughs) What am I watching? Oh my god. Absolutely insane. The fucking, the big Swedish guy mm-hmm. who gets a fucking hole in his back. Yep. And, and baby Hitler <laughs> climbs into the hole in his back and starts controlling the Swedish guy as a puppet. Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody's all, all like whole- mad that the, like, the power went out and he's just like sitting there in the corner in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, man. Uh, the, and uh, one of the new puppets, I guess that's one of the standout ones from a lot of people. The, uh, the little frog puppet, or I, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but the thing that's like in, in the car and it tears the guy's head all up. Um, there's some great designs. The special effects in this are top notch. I haven't seen, you know, this kind of special effects in a low budget movie in quite a while. I feel like they did an excellent job on this. I think if like even you don't have to watch any of the puppet masters to watch this. Like No, absolutely not. And this is, I, not. I still think this is going to be. The new direction they're going to go with this because they're never going to stop making these ever, especially since this one, this has got a 5.7 on IMDb and that's like the highest I've ever seen a puppet master. I don't know if the first oh, one is yeah. is like that or not, but did it did the first one break a three? I mean, act, now I'm interested. The first one is also a 5.7. Really? Yeah. So it's got the same rating as the first one. And it's you know, it, this is this takes place in an alternate universe. So I think this is a very um a new direction they're going to go. And it's just going to be over the top from here on out. And hopefully yeah. they stick with the practical effects. Cause that was the only great part about this movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even towards the end, when they go to that tomb, I mean, that, those are some great effects on that, oh, on that yeah. too. And that's more just makeup and stuff, but it looked fantastic. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed this. And what I think I enjoyed most about it was that it was such a surprise because I really, I did not give a shit. I was like, I'm going to fucking, I don't care about this movie. I can't wait to tear it apart. And then watching it, I was like, wow, that was fun. <laughs> and see, it, it's like, after I was done watching it, I'm like, I didn't really like it. But then like just talking about it now, it's like, you know, looking back, it, it's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think there's anyone that's going to be going into Puppet Master 13 thinking they're... <laughs> Like, you shouldn't be expecting a good movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah, I know. That's just that's just me. Um, but my because I, I think what it really was is that my 
my expectations were so low. <laughs> I'm like, this is just going to be the worst. And then I was like, wow, that was pleasantly surprising. I don't, I don't feel bad about watching that at all. <laughs> I don't know. Is it on but video now, or is it like in a theater or what? Oh no, you can. It's on. I think uh, I probably should read that thing that the the people emailed me to read on this. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, did this go to my Gmail? Uh oh. Oh, they updated my Gmail. Great, thanks a lot. Oh, it's on Blu-ray on September twenty-fifth for thirty dollars. Thirty? Uh, for the four K uh, ultra high def, but regular Blu-ray is twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blu-ray. Uh, let me see if I can find the Puppet Master one I had on here. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Puppet Master. Uh, Puppet Master will be available in theaters and video on demand and digital HD on August sixteenth. Oh so, wow! Yeah, it's out there. Uh, you can get it digitally, and probably it's much, much cheaper. Uh, then try to pick up the Blu-ray or the DVD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. I like this. Uh, like I said, I've only seen Puppet Master 1 through 5. And you don't need any background on any of the others, really. You can just pick this one up and check it out. I think it's worth it just for the effects, just for the kills. It's really interesting. And I actually thought it was pretty funny, too. Like, some of the dialogue was pretty good. I liked his buddy that worked with him at in the... Uh, yeah, um, in the comic book store, I thought he was hysterical. Uh, he had some great lines, <laughs> like when he pulls he pulls the baby Hitler puppet out of the guy's back, and he picks him up and he throws him into the kitchen <laughs> oven. And he's like, "How do you like it, motherfucker?" That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was good. It was a good time for me. Uh, I, I'd I'd give this a definite recommend on checking out. Um, if you have a sense of humor, I mean, if you don't think Nazi jokes are funny, then probably don't watch. This. I was cracking up at those those like I wasn't really dying at the the dialogue, but like the the kills themselves are so funny and like by themselves that I just yeah, I could oh they're super original. I could not stop. Like, that guy was pissing on his own face. I was just in tears. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, that's about it. Um, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? Any other uh, abortion-related puppet movies? <laughs> well, um, no. <laughs> Not that I can think of. Not off the top of my head, no. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm actually thinking about checking out some of the other puppet masters now. But I'm, I'm worried that after watching this, like, you know, it drew my attention in. I'm like, oh, I should go watch those others. I think I'm, it's just going to lead to disappointment, but I feel like in the name of science, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check them out. Well, when I uh, put on Instagram about Little Littlest Reich, I asked, uh, what are your favorite installment of this massive franchise? And Johnny S. Barrisett, he says, first, on, first one is a classic, but I enjoyed number two. The fourth and fifth combo movies are a little bit of a guilty pleasure for me. So maybe you need to go back and rewatch four and five. Oh, I don't know. I mean, guilty <laughs> pleasure. I don't know if I could redeem any pleasure of those. Maybe we need to. Ugh. Maybe we need to do a separate episode on all the puppet masters. Just the puppet masters. Shane would never do it. He <laughs> would fucking never, never do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll, I'll think about that. I'm gonna. I'll see what I got because I know I own one through. 
Retro Puppet Master. I think that's the sixth. I know a bunch of them are on Hulu, or they were on Hulu. I'm not sure if they, are they in- still are now, but I think they had like Puppet Master like one through five on Hulu. I'm gonna check Amazon. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Let's see. Puppet. Mm, nothing free. Well, well, first Puppet Masters. Oh, on Full Moon's Prime Video channel. Mm. Holy shit, what is the Puppet Master Collection? $220. What? 12 disc set? That is gorgeous oh. looking. Wow. Yes, you have an older DVD what is set. What is that? Goes... Arcana and the Puppet Ma- Master? Arcana on the Puppet Master. Oh, Arcana of the Puppet Master. What the fuck? What is that? I I don't know. Let's see. Puppet Master, Curse of the Puppet Master, Retro, Legacy, Axis of Evil, Axis Rising, Axis Termination. I don't even see that one on the list of contents. Hmm. Well, I'm not buying this because it's $200. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I, like I said, I already own one through Retro. That's a I'll look up. set, though. That's gorgeous. Actually, the, the Puppet Master box that I got, Mike, uh, was signed by Charles Band. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, just because he was at one of the conventions I was, I was at, and I picked this box set up at that convention. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to get Charles Band to sign this. Did Is Full Moon, did they do the new one, too? Um, Full Moon exists as a distribution company. I don't know if they do movie production anymore, but um, they have to be involved. I wasn't really paying attention to the opening. Yeah, there was I. <clears throat> you know, the opening credits as they were going by, but it's it's got to be some type of Full Moon related project. There's, Charles Band is way too smart to give up a, uh, uh, a piece of uh, intellectual property like that. And I think he wrote the other ones, so I think he does own Puppet Master. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's see here. Yeah, I was going to go over some of these other ones, but I cannot find the comments on Puppet Master. Other than my buddy Larry from Connecticut Cult Classic said that uh, Littlest Reich was a trip. And I agree, it was a trip. But, yeah, good stuff. So I think that just about wraps us up. Uh, You can get a hold of us on... uh, our Gmail, if you want to send us uh, an email or whatever, uh, requesting movies or telling us why Puppet Master 4 and 5 are actually good. Um, hit us up on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter, at Ryan Tudelo. Um, and our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. And you can also catch us on our... Um, I was going to say on the Instagram, but Mike runs the Instagram now, which is All You Need Is Blood Podcast. Yes, sir. Got to add the cast on the end. And, uh, yeah, you can also catch me on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. Um, so, yeah, we'll be around there. Uh, anything you got, Mike? Um, on the message board, I'm on the Facebook group of uh, UHM and the All You Use Blood podcast. They do the Instagram page, so I try to update the Instagram page at least once a day with something horror-related, whether it be, like, a convention or something horror music or video game-related or what we're about to do on an upcoming podcast. So if you feel the need to trash the podcast or anything, you can always send me a DM, and I'll probably agree with you. And uh, <laughs> that's about it. You guys should stop drinking during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's never going to happen. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah, so that was good. Um, well, I guess we'll catch everybody next time. Thanks for listening, and uh, tell other people to listen, and I'll just say bye for now. That was probably right. your shortest one in recent memory. Yes, it was very concise, uh, other than, uh, you know, random pauses uh, in between. <laughs> I think... Yeah, that was. I mean, we didn't have much to really go over other than just your uh, your 365. So, at least we I did. Said, uh, at least we did another new movie, though. Yeah, we don't have to keep doing three hour episodes. <laughs> this will be easy for you to it, edit, though, too. It's exactly. Oh, dude, that fucking. I don't know if you listened to the one from Scares That Care, but that took me so fucking long to edit. I I didn't spend enough time testing my microphone and the sound in the room that I was in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I would have put the mic in a different location because when I first recorded, I sounded like I was yelling. Amy sounded like she was whispering. And my buddy Miles sounded like he was talking normally. <laughs> I would have turned the game up and moved the mic and changed a couple different settings around. Oh, it took me forever to fucking edit that thing. It was a nightmare. Jesus.